They're coming to get you, Barbara. another episode of the garage of horror podcast and today's episode is going to be about the 1985 zombie classic return of the living dead now before we get too far into this i have some horrible news to report but before i spill this horrible news just remember we are under quarantine and self-isolation so you cannot show up at our house with torches and pitchforks it pains me to say that my wife hates Return of the Living Dead. It is so hard to watch. I don't know where I went wrong. <laughs> I fucking hate it. It's awful. Why? Because. Elaborate. It's, it's ridiculous. It's Not only is it the one stupidest decision they could possibly make after another, but the zombies are so freaking unrealistic. Like... Okay, it all stems from the brain, but yet they can't kill them by cutting, you know, destroying their brain, or even cutting their damn heads off. Yes, it's an unstoppable foe. It's ridiculous, and unrealistic, and even for a zombie movie. Yeah, I was about to say, what about (laughs) zombies exactly is supposed to be realistic? Logically speaking, and like, they're smart, and everything else, and it just, it pisses me off. The zombies are smarter than the living fucking humans. And it pisses me off. I just, I just, I can't even process this information. Not to mention, <laughs> literally everything is like just super dramatic and over the top. All of them. Well, I mean, it is technically like a splatterpunk or like comedy type thing. Like, I don't think it's not really meant to be, meant to be taken like super seriously. There's absolutely nothing amusing to it whatsoever. That is just that is just where you're wrong. No. <laughs> the whole thing is glorious. It's really not. I don't even know where to begin with this podcast now because like <laughs> everything of the movie has just gone out of my head because you hate it so much. Well, we start off with what's his face teaching Frank the ins and outs of working in the medical supply warehouse and showing him the ropes. And then <laughs> let's just talk about the whole fucking shitty xenophobic comment about how all the skeletons come from India. I don't know why. I don't know how they get them with perfect teeth. I think they just have like what was it? Like a manufacturer or a warehouse or something. I don't know. It was stupid. One. It was 1985. Stupid. Two. I'm just totally speechless over here and that's why you had to take over because i'm just i'm trying to process this information and it's just it's like foul 404 man i don't understand why you're not so found. shocked because it's not like this is new news to you it is new news to me because i don't ever remember you actually sitting down 
who ever watched it with me before. Like, I know I watch it. I remember you coming in and out while it's on in the background, but, like, to actually just sit down and watch it, like, I don't ever remember you actually sitting down and watching it from beginning to end. Yeah, like, back in Germany. Okay, well, dude, no wonder. That was, like, ten years ago. (laughs) Okay, six years ago, at least. And that's if you watched it the year we left. Yeah, probably more like seven or eight years. Yeah, see, like, that's like two kids ago. I can't be expected to remember that. Well, that's your own fault, because I remember how fucking stupid it was. Not stupid. that's why I never sat down to watch it. Not stupid. But yes, like she says, we open, it's July 3rd, because it's the July 4th, the July 4th holiday weekend. And Frank is just starting his new job at the Unita Supply House. Will supply warehouse. Yeah, medical warehouse. Yes, and he's being shown the ropes, and then you know he asks, "Well, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen pass through here?" And that's when, and it's killing me. I cannot remember James Karen's character's name right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I never paid enough attention to care. By the way, my wife has me so fucking confused. That the new character, the new guy working there is Freddy, not Frank. Frank is the vet that has worked there forever. Whatever. They both start with an F. Frank and Freddy. Frank played by James Karen, who was also in Poltergeist. Freddy played by Tom Matthews, who was also in Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives. Which is clearly the superior Friday the 13th movie, but we we won't get into that here. Yeah, I don't think we're talking Friday the 13th anymore. Yeah. But anyway, it's Freddy's first day. And, you know, he's being shown the ropes. And, you know, he's shown the the cadaver, you know, that's hung by his head in the freezer. And the skeletons and the split dogs and all the interesting medical stuff they have in there. And then, you know, they settle in. And Freddy's like, well, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen come through here? And Frank's like, well. Oh, let me go show you. <laughs> Well, first he starts talking about it. And he says, have you ever seen that movie, Night of the Living Dead? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, well, that's not how it went down at all. And he starts talking about how like there was a chemical spill at the VA hospital in Pittsburgh. And it went down to the morgue and it reanimated the bodies. And everybody freaked the fuck out. And the bodies were supposed to go back to the, you know, back to the army or whatever. And there was some kind of snafu with paperwork or shipping. And either way, long story short, the bodies ended up at the Unita Medical Warehouse in Louisville, Kentucky. Long story short, the Army fucked up. (laughs) And speaking as a veteran of the Army, I'm not surprised. (laughs) That's why I said it. (laughs) So, he's like... So, Freddy is just, like, completely into this. And then, you know, Frank could have just left it there. But then he's like, Let me show do you, you. want to see them? Because they're in the basement. So they go down to the basement and, you know, we've got our canisters of bodies and trioxin. And, you know, he wipes off the top so Freddy can look in and he ends up hitting the, you know, Freddy's like, oh, should you be doing that? Are these sturdy? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's made by the government. The best stuff. And even right then and there, I was like, oh, no, you're fucked up, right? You, you got you got the government fucked up, son. <laughs> like, we don't make the best in, every, in anything. <laughs> and he hits it. And 
the glass breaks and the gas leaks out and you get the sweet zombie face melting <laughs> over the titles and then they gag and pass out. Yeah. So that was dumb decision number one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's what we'll do this episode. Okay. Like we'll go through. I'll break down the plot and you can just time in, chime in and count dumb choice <laughs> number and we'll see how many dumb choices we have. <laughs> By the time we're done. Okay. So they pass out, and then when they come to, you know, they're both sweaty, they're sick, they're clammy, you know, something has obviously gone wrong. And it smells, they're coughing all over the place. And they're like, what's with your dog barking? Where's their dog coming from? Which, and we'll we'll talk about it later because we talked about it actually during the movie because I have seen this movie like a million times. And it wasn't until tonight when I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, because, you know, they get up and they look in the canister and, like, Freddy's like, where's the body? You know, and Frank's like, oh, it it melted melted when it hit the air, right? So it's like these two dudes were passed out for an indeterminate amount of time in the basement when a tar man zombie got out. So it's like, why didn't he just, like, munch, munch, munch them, like, (laughs) right then and there? Let me just take credit because I brought that up in the credits. I mentioned it. Because it dawned on me when they're replaying a certain scene. I do not remember you saying that during the credits at all. Yeah. When we get to that part, I'll bring Okay, it. whatever. But yeah, I found myself wondering. I'm like, he had two bodies right there. He could have he chowed down. But he didn't. And then they come upstairs to investigate the barking. And they're making all kinds of noise. Coughing, stumbling all over the place. Spraying Lysol. <laughs> they, find, they find the source of the barking. It's a split dog. And Frank's like, I'm going to kill it, starts beating it with a crutch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, it being split in half isn't dead enough. <laughs> Me- just beat on it. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, you're like, oh, poor puppy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the puppy's like dead and split in half. But yes, getting beat with a crutch is like <laughs> the worst of its problems. Because that's just mean. <laughs> but then it was like, yeah, so they're making all this ruckus. And this zombie still hasn't come up out of the basement. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's still, like, he's playing the longest game of hide-and-seek ever. <laughs> I really did kind of wonder that, too. It's like, no, he didn't. I figured maybe he just ventured out, like he was confused or something, because he'd just been locked in a little canister for however many years. But Yeah, so, so then they finally get the dog situation <laughs> <laughs> under control. And then they start hearing the screaming coming from the meat locker. Yeah. <laughs> where the other corpse is. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they're like, so like they lock it all down. And it's like, what are we, Freddy's like, what are we going to do? And Frank's like, we're going to call the boss. Well, no, because Freddy said about calling the emergency number on the side of the canister. And Frank's like, oh, no, I'm going to call my boss. So there we go. Dumb mistake number two. So does does Freddy get credit for smart decision one? Even though he was overruled? No. It's messed up. I don't like Freddy, so he doesn't get any credit for anything. Oh my god. (laughs) Why don't you like Freddy? Because he's a whiny little douche. Messed up. (laughs) So... Alright, so you're going to make so many people mad. I know. That's glorious. That's what I'm here for. So, they go to the office, 
And I like how like Frank has to like calm himself down before he gets on the phone. <laughs> like he's being watched. He's like, well, he just really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, so he calls Bert, played by Clue Gallagher, who was also in another movie with another Freddy in the same year. Like, he played a father in A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. I figured it was Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it was part two. He was the dad. It was like, are you on drugs? <laughs> no. <laughs> and when like the parakeet like caught on fire and he's like, you did it with an M80. <laughs> that was him. So they call Bert. Bert comes down and he's like, why? Why, Frank? <laughs> yeah, why, why? He was like a, like, like he was a father dealing with two children. He was like, <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> and Frank's all like, what are we going to do? And he's like, well, I'm going to call the police and then I'm going to be investigated and I'm probably going to be on the news and I'm going to get sued and that's what we're going to do. And then he's like, well, wait a minute. What if we cover everything up? Yeah, because smart decision number three. <laughs> there you go. You got your smart decision in there. So... so he gives, he gives Frank an axe. He tells Frank to go stand by the door. And I like how like he goes like 10 feet back and braces himself in like amongst the shelves. Shouts out the combination. Frank opens the door and this fucking, I don't know if this dude died from like hepatitis C. And that's why like his skin <laughs> is just yellow as fuck. Because <laughs> he's like jaundiced as shit. But he comes running out of the freezer, straight past the other two guys, and goes straight for Bert. And that's what you said when we were watching it, and you were like, I like how he's the furthest away, but he goes straight for him. After, uh, when the credits were running, I said, well, that's why. Okay, but see, that didn't have anything to do with the tar man zombie, so that's what I thought you were talking about. No, I meant in general. Okay. Which, I promise, this, this vague thing that we're talking about... We'll get there. <laughs> that half of you probably already figured out anyway. Right. We're just a little late to the party, but we're going to keep the suspense. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, mainly because I don't know if I 100% agree with her yet. So, whatever. So, he tackles him to the ground. They come over. They pull it off. They pin it to the ground. And Bert ends up putting the pickaxe through the back of its head anyway. And it's just screaming. like Arr! Yeah, it does absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> So then he gets a bone saw and cuts its head off. And while the head stays pinned to the floor, the body gets up like it's looking around without its head. And stupidly unrealistic, even for a zombie movie. You can't have a realistic zombie movie because zombies aren't real. Even for a zombie movie. It was meant to be funny. It wasn't funny. It was annoying. I think you're just a hater. Be that as it may. So that don't work. So they end up just completely like cutting this thing down. They like they they dismember it like serial killer victim in the bathtub style. Luckily, they don't show any of that. Though. Oh yeah, we couldn't have that. So they get it all cut down. They get it all bagged up, and they're like, "Oh, what are we gonna do with it?" So now we're introduced to Ernie, the the mortician slash I don't know, is it Undertaker? I don't know, but he's he's working late. You know, he's working the rigor mortis out of a body. He's sticking stuff in there. Embalming, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because he said embalming. Yep. So they come over. 
And they knock on the door, and Bird almost gets shot for his trouble <laughs> because Ernie's packing heat. Yeah, and listening to whatever, like apparently super loud because he can't hear a metal door behind him. But. but apparently, though, you see, like Ernie has been prepping for this because why else would a mortician <laughs> be doing an autopsy <laughs> with a gun? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Let me point out though that you're totally glossing over the over dramatic teenagers in the backstory. We know this. I go out of order. I don't know why you have to keep bringing it up. Because it drives me crazy. Okay, before all this happens, we meet Freddie's girlfriend and all of her friends because they're looking for a place to party. And they decide they're going to come see Freddy at work because Freddy always knows the best place is the party. And in and, the meantime, they're going to hang out in the graveyard. Well, I mean, you have to have something to do. So you have, you have Tina, Chuck, Casey, Spider, Scuzz, <laughs> Trash, and Suicide. Which, let me just ask, because... What, Tina? Is Tina the girlfriend? Yes. Tina is perfectly normal. Freddy's perfectly normal. How the hell did these two normal-ass little people fucking get wrapped up in, like, the punk goth squad of the 80s or whatever? That makes no sense. Well, I mean, you were kind of making fun of Tina the whole movie about how she had, like, phone cords around her, around her neck and yeah, in her hair. but there's a big difference between phone cords and leather and spikes. That's true, because suicide is, like, decked out. Yeah. He's like got leather, he's got chains everywhere, he's got the heavy duty chain that goes like from his lip to his earring, like mm-hmm. like he's hardcore punk. Yeah. And he's not very excited because apparently they only come around when they want rides and he's very upset. <laughs> yeah, he's not really their friend, he's their ride. So yeah, they're looking for something to do and she's like, well Freddie knows where to party, so... They go there, and he's like, well, what time is Freddy get off? And she's like, 10 o'clock. And he's like, I am not sitting here until 10 o'clock. And then Trash is like, we could go do something in their cemetery. Because Trash is fucking psycho in her own little way. Yep, so they go into the cemetery, and they start, like, hanging out. and It doesn't go well. <laughs> but that's jumping ahead again. Well... It's not jumping ahead to point out how Psycho Little Trash gets all turned on by talking about her worst nightmare being a bunch of old guys ripping her clothes off and eating her alive. Have you ever fantasized about being killed? Uh-huh. <laughs> like how she just like keeps going on and on. And they're like, oh, Trash is taking her clothes off again. No, but like she's going on and on. And, and the black dude, Spider, he's like, no, I can't say that I do. He's like, I don't really think about death that much. Yeah, that's true. And she starts getting really into it and pulling off all her clothes. And he's like, somebody get some lights on over here. Trash is taking off all her clothes again. Because apparently taking off her clothes is something Trash does a lot. Yeah, clearly. So she takes all her clothes off and starts dancing naked on a on a tombstone like bench style tina gets annoyed thing tina gets annoyed dude comes over with a flare it's, it's a good time <laughs> and then um what's her what's her face um 
Casey, I think she she sees Frank and Freddie and Bert carrying the bags over to the the mausoleum. Yeah. And she's oh, like she's pretty normal looking too. Yeah. But she's like she's like, Is that Freddie? And like Tina's like, No. No, it wasn't Tina. It was like uh I don't care. I think it was uh Chuck. He's like no, that's not that's not Freddie. And she was like, "Well, how would you know?" And he's like, "Why would Freddie be in the graveyard?" <laughs> True, he works like across the street or whatever. Yeah. Meanwhile, totally Freddie. <laughs> yeah. So 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 now we're so now we're caught up. <laughs> yeah. So they come in, and first Bert tries to lie. <laughs> Bert and Ernie. <laughs> Bert tries to lie to Ernie about saying he got a shipment of some rabid weasels and he needs them to burn those motherfuckers to the ground. <laughs> the poor little Ernie. He's like, that's cruel. <laughs> At least let me kill him first. <laughs> it's just like how Bert's like, but it'll be bad for business. And Ernie's like, well, you don't own a pet store. <laughs> right? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, so... Yeah, so like, so basically, Ernie's not having it, so they end up having to tell him the truth. And, and Ernie doesn't really take it. Well. well, I mean, would you take it well if an arm flopped out of a bag and grabbed your leg so hard that it ripped your pants? No, probably not. <laughs> so, and by this point, Frank and Freddie are already looking a little bit rough. Yeah, just a bit. So they go in, and they, you know, they put the body into the into the crematorium. And he was like, this will burn it all. And he was like, even the bones? He's like, even the bones. He was like, the only thing that will be hard to burn is the heart. Because it's a big bustle. And he's like, Bert's like, no, nah, man, we don't, we don't even want the heart left. And Bert's being a little over the top. Again, like everything else in this movie. <laughs> super dramatic. So he's like, so Ernie's, Ernie's like, we'll just turn it up. Yeah. And he's like, all will be left is ashes. And he's like, well, we don't even want ashes. Again, over the top. So then Ernie's like, so we'll just make it harder. So dumb mistake number four. So they they light this mother up and the split dogs, and of course, out comes the smoke from the chimney, goes up into the sky, and makes just it in rain. Time. Yeah, just in time for it to start pouring. Well, that's what makes it rain. Okay, that's yeah. It's the smoke goes up into the clouds and then it, it makes it rain. See, it kind of looked like the clouds were dark and ugly looking anyway, so. I Nope. Total. Nope. Total cause and effect. Okay. Because then it's like pollution, you know, like the stuff that's in the air comes down in the rain and yeah. brings all the dead back to life, and then it's yeah. a shit show. Yeah, we are it's not off like to the races. It's a normal rain. It's like a fucking torrential outpour. Yeah, and trash is like it burns because you know yes. she's still naked and goes running off instead of grabbing her clothes because you know. She did try to grab them and they got snagged on the bush and she. That's true. That's like, just like going back. Like I love how pissed off like suicide is, like the whole movie. Like he comes over and what does Casey say to him? Because like he because I know like Casey's sitting with with Chuck, and they're like talking because Chuck's totally trying to get in Casey's pants and like she's not having any of it. And Suicide comes over and says something. And I can't remember what she says, but he's like, fuck you, Ball Buster. (laughs) And then 
you know, and then Trash is all naked, like, grinding up on him, like, basically yeah, trying like, to get her freak on him. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, he's just mad. Which, that makes it unrealistic, too, because, you know, a hot naked girl grinding up on you, you ain't gonna be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Rip, rip, rip. Be like, alright, I'm gonna go bang some of this angry now. <laughs> so, anyway, it starts to rain. And they go, you know, they go running off and they get back in the car. Well, Trash's car is pretty much as fucked up as he is. So the roof ain't right. And... You mean suicide. <laughs> That's right. Suicide's car. I don't know why. It's... But anyway. Like all yeah. <laughs> and all the rain starts like coming in. And, and basically they get more soaked in the car than they would have if they were out of the car. Yeah, pretty much. So they decide to get out of the car. And... Why Why do they decide to run back into the cemetery instead of to the warehouse where Freddy works? I don't know. Because they're idiots? <laughs> I don't think that's it. I think your personal bias is clouding your judgment. <laughs> mm, I'm pretty sure they're idiots. But anyway, they go running back into the cemetery and there's like huge amounts of water everywhere. Like Tina falls like three times and just gets muddy and soaked. And then the dead start coming up and trying to get them. And then that's when trash goes down in the exact way that she describes her worst fear. Yeah. Bunch of old dudes just <laughs> rip her and bite her apart while she's But naked. if you notice, she shows up later perfectly fine, except like ghost white. And some weird shit on her neck. I, I don't know. Like it looks like her neck got really old. <laughs> Maybe the rest that's of where her they, name. like, tore her apart or something. Was, even though they go for brains, they went for her throat. Yeah, so so Trash is our first our first casualty. Yep, bye-bye. Yeah, so then, like, they're, like, dead people are out, so they go to the, they go to the mausoleum and get in there. And I think I've gone out of order again because I think... That. No, they first they go to the warehouse. No, because when Tina goes to the warehouse, she's by herself because that's when she that's gets attacked later. by the 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 Tarzan. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, we waited too long. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the movie and then we had to put the beds, the kids, the beds, the kids, <laughs> the kids to bed. So it's like. <laughs> the point is, though, is they go running in there. And, you know, she ends up over the, the warehouse by herself. Yeah, because she thinks that's where Freddy is. Right. But I think we went out of order because it comes back to um, Frank and Freddy not feeling good. So they called the ambulance and told them they were poisoned. So that's right. Because of, but I do know that they end up over there because she goes over there to look for Freddy and goes downstairs and that's when the Tar Zombie comes out. Yeah. And brains. Yeah. <laughs> and she hides in the closet. And you gotta admit he's pretty smart. <laughs> he wraps the chain around the thing and he's like cranking the thing to pull the door off. They're and all then, fucking smart for dead things. And then that's when the the other ones come in, the, the her friends come in and they hear her yelling so they come downstairs and you know, they pull the blanket thing back and, and Suicide gets his head just bit open. Yeah. And 
she comes out, <laughs> just runs through her friends like I'm fucking, I'm fucking <laughs> yeah, out this bitch, and they're standing there like watching dude get eight, and then like Scuzz throws a paint can at him, and he looks up, he's like more brains, and so now he's gonna chase them. Yeah, and so they they get back upstairs, they lock up the basement and board it shut, and then they go to the mortuary. Yeah. Because I know, like, by the time the ambulance gets there, they're all there. Okay, yeah. Because pretty much once the, once the paramedics get there, like, that's when everything goes to shit. Sure. Because, like, so, like, now they're all in the mortuary. Like, Freddie and Frank are, like, not looking good. Because Tina's holding Frank at that point. No, she's not. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, yeah, she is because he leans him forward. He's talking about rigor mortis. And he leans him forward. And it's got all the blood pool in the bizacky zacky. Because first they're both laying there and the paramedics are taking their vitals. And they can't find any heartbeat. They can't find a pulse. Which, as I brought up when we were watching it, I like how the one paramedic's like, I can't hear anything in my stethoscope. How about you? And dude's like, no, I don't hear anything either. Meanwhile, his stethoscope's not around his neck. It's not even in his ears. And I'm like, well, no wonder you don't fucking hear nothing. It ain't even in your ears. <laughs> There's something else I just watched. It had to be Scrubs. And they said, how can you hear anything if it's not in your ears? And he's like, I'm the doctor. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so, it kind of made me think of that. So they, so they switch sides and they check it and it's like, no heartbeat, no pulse. The, their, their, their temperature is coming back at 70 degrees, which is basically <clears> room temp. <throat> you know, so it's like, they're like, what the hell is going on? Meanwhile, we're like, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, well, it seems like they're dead, but they're conscious, so that can't be. So then they they go outside to get in the ambulance and, you know, to get, I think to get more stuff. And that's when the zombies come out and put the chomp down on them. Yeah. (laughs) So they get eight. And then the one zombie dude gets on the radio and he's like, send more paramedics. Yeah. Again, too fucking smart for zombies. You don't know. I do. I've seen enough zombie movies. But we literally just watched Night of the Living Dead in 1968 where the one zombie picked up a brick and used it to break the car window to try to get at Barbara. Yeah, but that's like basic smart. Not, oh, let me trick them into sending out more paramedics to eat more. And then they do the same thing with the cops. But anyway, back out of order. They go back, going back to, you know, them not having a pulse and everything and them being dead. Right there, it's like, oh, well, that's why the zombie, the tar zombie didn't go after him. Because obviously the gas knocked him the fuck out and killed them. And then that's why the other zombie ran right past both of them to Bert in the back. But see, if they were dead the whole time, they would have wanted brains the whole time. No, because it was just starting. They didn't realize they were dead. It was taking their brain time to figure it out. Let us know on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> At Garage of Horror. Do you agree with me? Or do you agree with my wife's crazy pants theory that they were dead forever? When do you think they died? Uh, Right when they, like, literally when they were in the, the chapel thing and dude screaming and then he's like, oh, it hurts so much. And then he's like, I know what'll fix it. Brains. Because the one zombie even said that the whole reason they eat brains is to stop the pain of being dead. So, 
So how did they have no pulse or anything, and their bodies were already cooled to room temperature before that? Because reasons. And you should see her. She's sitting here looking at me with this face like, checkmate, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Dawn, like, that's why Dawn told me that they had to be dead the whole time. Because your body doesn't instantly cool once it dies. I mean, you don't know. Whatever. Not the point. But anyhow. It's not like I'm a mortician or anything, but I do have a basic understanding of how things work. Unlike a lot of people, to be fair, I could be stupid like them. Although, I will give you the one over-the-top moment when Ernie's pretty much like, they're dead. And Freddy's like, no! Ah!" So yeah, that part was totally over-the-top, but I love it. Yeah, (laughs) ridiculously over-the-top. So then they decided that, like, you know, they're going to put them in the chapel because they're probably going to turn into, you know, zombies. zombies and they don't want to be in the same room with them when that happens. Yeah, except Tina, apparently. Well, because she's so in love. Yeah. She's so in love with Freddy. She just wants to stay with him until the end. I fucking hate Tina's love. <laughs> <laughs> so then more paramedics show up <laughs> and they get eight too and it's not even just like oh they just get eight with they get fucking ambushed there's no zombies around they wait for them to get out and shut the doors and then they just fucking bum rush them because again they're too fucking smart for zombies <laughs> and then the cops show up <laughs> that's not until a little bit later but the uh you know the mortuary is under siege and, you know, like I said, then they decide that, like, they pretty much need to figure out how to get the hell out of there. Because that's when Ernie goes outside to, like, see what's going on. Yeah, where the paramedics are. Yeah, and he finds one paramedic getting eaten. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets chased by a midget zombie. And it's, <laughs> and it's awesome. So then, like, he comes in, <laughs> shuts and locks the doors, pulls the fucking blast with like i call them blast windows but like you know like those metal shades down and like yeah. basically puts the place on lockdown he's like they're everywhere yeah. <laughs> we need to call the cops yeah so i think they, they do that and that's when they hear like the smash from the other room they're breaking through oh uh, yeah 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 so like they go and they try to like stop that from happening and then that's when like skies gets killed because you know they're trying to hold the boards up against the window and he gets pulled out and bit on a dome. By a skeleton zombie. Yeah, and they pull him back in and she comes with it. And, like, she's literally, like, just, like, the top half of, like, a woman and then, like, a spinal cord. Yeah. With, like, pinkish blonde hair. Yeah, because, I mean, that makes total sense, too. It's a punk zombie movie. <laughs> and I wasn't referring to the hair. I was referring to how the fuck she even got a hold of him when there's only half of her. Unless they ripped her in half trying to pull her in. That's a good point. Maybe they did. Maybe. Makes the only logical sense, but nothing else in this movie does, so. All kinds of stuff does. But anyway, so now Skaz is down, and <laughs> my black dude, Spider, he does not take it well. <laughs> and I think you missed it, because like, I, I think you were out of the room, but like, because like they go back into the, the mortuary, 
like the the embalming room you know and they have the the half zombie and they like tie her down to the table and then like spider's flipping out because god's his dad and like ernie's just like <laughs> just like slaps him on both sides of his like basically like bitch get your shit together okay i missed that part because i would have actually enjoyed <laughs> seeing somebody getting the shit slapped out of them and so then they start like <laughs> interrogating the zombie yeah like basically trying to find out what the fuck's going on and then that's when you find out that the whole reason they eat brains is because it's the only thing that like stops the pain of being dead yeah but apparently nice yawn (laughs) apparently it really doesn't stop it well not for a long time i think it's like one of those things where like you know you need a constant supply clearly because the one that killed Suicide was still eating the brain and was like, more brain? <laughs> I'm gonna need you to fix your tone <laughs> talking about this movie. Just sad. I'm not afraid of your candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, they find that out. And then in the meantime, Chuck and Casey had gotten separated from them when they all went running, and they're over at the warehouse. And, you know, they're hanging out over there. And I think it's funny because, like, Casey's like, I never really did like you. <laughs> but please hold me right now because I'm scared. <laughs> and dude's like, all right. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, no, bitch. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. Uh, mm-hmm. You'd be like, come here. No. <laughs> Put your head a little lower. A little bit lower. <laughs> I have. Let me hold you down here. <laughs> I have standards. Do I mean, really? <laughs> well, what are you saying about yourself? Oh, I'm the best thing you were ever going to get, honey. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I've seen what you had before me. That's not the point. Anyway, <laughs> back to the movie. <laughs> We are digressing hard. <laughs> Plus, the mortuary is where all the action is anyway. So, while this is going on... <clears throat> now, Tina's in the chapel with Frank and Freddy. And Freddy dies for reals. And decides that he needs to eat Tina's brains. Yep. And poor Tina. Like, oh, Freddy. <laughs> And then while this is going on, Bert, Spider, and Ernie are trying to figure out how to stop these things without having to chop them all down. And Ernie comes up with acid. So then they hear Tina screaming and they go in and Freddy's fucking shit up. And they rescue Tina and throw at, throw the acid in Freddy's face and basically, basically blind him. And while that's all going down... <laughs> Frank gets up, rolls out the room in the background. He's not interested in eating anybody. Yeah. And he goes and puts himself in the crematorium oven and and burns himself down. He's like, I'm not going to become one of those. Yeah. He's like, but I'm out. Kinda, like, that stretches out a lot further than that. Though. It does, but... Essentially, yeah. That's, that's essentially what happens. That's, like, that's the end of his arc. Yeah. He takes his wedding ring off and kisses it and hangs it on the little switch. Says a prayer. Uh, gets in the oven. Dude, do you know how much intestinal fortitude that it would take to start a fire and put yourself in it? Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> no, not really, but I'm sure that's what it would take. 
I would do. Is that does that qualify as a smart decision? I guess technically, <laughs> sort of, because he's not adding to the problem, like as in trying to eat them, but burning the zombie is what started this whole thing to begin with. Everywhere else, so he's kind of adding more fuel to the fire. You just will not give this movie any credit anywhere. <laughs> nope. So, our last four go into the embalming room and now they've pretty much you know i mean they called the cops the cops have come they got eight zombies are like send more cops more cops come they get ambushed in eight something my wife loves so much (laughs) and so now it's basically like you know ernie realizes it's like this place is a pit it's gonna swallow up anybody that comes in here we gotta get the fuck out of here so you know they go, and so um, Spider and Bert go out to get the car, and originally they were going to back the car up to the door so that Tina and Ernie could get in, but they get fucking swarmed. Yeah. Like, mad zombies, like, everywhere. So Bert's like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> and yeah, Spider's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, like my friend's in there, and he's like, well, get help and come back. So they go busting out, and then how does that work out? Not well, because they wreck the car. Of course. So then they end up in the warehouse. So now you have Bert, Spider, Casey, and Chuck in the warehouse. Yeah. And they're like, we need to do something. Like, we we need a phone. And, like, I know he said something about the phone in the office. And it's, like, not working or something. No, the zombie jumped in through the window. And ah, that's right, that's right. So they locked it in. And then he's like, well, there's another phone in the basement. And they're like, yeah, you don't know what the fuck's down there. <laughs> so then he picks up the bat. Burst, he's like, oh, fuck this. Let it out. So, like, lets the tar man out. And he fucking knocks its head off with a baseball bat. Like, whack. <laughs> so they go downstairs. Call He calls the police. And, the, and the, the, they have set out, like, a perimeter, like a blockade, like, yeah. around the whole area. And he's like, dude, we're trapped inside. We can't get out. And this cop's like, dude, what the fuck is going on in there? And then you just see trash and all these zombies have like broken out of the perimeter and you just like hear the cops just get overrun and like screaming on the phone and and Bart's just like, ugh. And they're like, what's going on? And he holds up the phone and you just hear people screaming and it's like, shit. And then finally Bart's like, oh, let's call the number on the side of the container. And while this is going on at the mortuary, Ernie and Tina have gone up into the crawl space in the attic and have barricaded themselves in there, but Freddie knows where they are because he can smell Tina's brains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's and did you know did you notice that like it was like when he was trying to get up there like to her, it got like really abusive sounding. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, You made me hurt myself uh-huh. but I still love you. Like, yeah. It was like shut up. So he's trying to get up in there and then like Tina's like losing her ever fucking loving mind. So she's just useless. And then you just see Ernie pick his gun up and he's like, I'm going to shoot this bitch. (laughs) Like right there. The look on his face made it seem more like it would be a mercy killing. Yes, it was. Like it wasn't like, oh my God, I can't stand you. I'm going to shoot you. It was more or less like we're trapped in here and it's not going to end well. So I'll take you out. Yeah. And probably himself out. Right. So that's going on over there. So then they call the army, 
And the army dude's just like, oh, you found him. What happened? Uh-huh. Now what'd you do? Yeah. Uh-huh. Why'd oh, you no. wait so long to call us? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just going on. And then he gets on a phone with somebody, and he's like, yo, we found those Easter eggs. <laughs> but they hatched. It's bad times. <laughs> so then he calls up an artillery dude, and he's like, here's the coordinates. Nuke Burn them. these motherfuckers down. Nuke and he like, sh- and that's the first time I've ever seen a, a, a shell <laughs> with, with a nuclear sign on it. I guess it's a uranium depleted shell. I, I would guess, but they shoot that motherfucker off from like across the goddamn country, <laughs> and then you just hear the, you know, Bart's like, you hear something, yeah, and then like everything, like they freeze, like they show it's like dawn and like trash is like looking up at the sky and like that's frozen and then, like Freddy busts up through the the crawl space door and that, like that freezes, so like everybody's just in dire straits and then it's just like. It's like five in the morning, I think it says. Yeah, so like five oh two or five oh yeah, three, something like that. And you just see the fucking mushroom cloud and then the shock wave. And then like you they just show this footage of like fires and smoke and, and like, you hear this. 4, yeah, you hear the zombie dude like, not too bad, only four thousand casualties. Oh yeah, stuff's on fire, but it's starting to rain. Yeah. Rain will rain will put that out. Everything will be fine by the time the president visits tomorrow. You just and see then, all that smoke going up into the sky, and you're like, ah, oh, shit. And then shit. the exa- same exact cutscene from earlier with the water <laughs> running down through the ground and landing on the, the, the zombie the foot. shoes. Yeah. Yeah, and then the same old cutscene of them coming up out of the ground because then the skeleton comes up and its mouth opens. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get the sweet, do you want to party? It's party time. <laughs> and that's how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> such, a, such a doubter of an ending. <laughs> And then you start, you know, like, it starts showing the different cutscenes from throughout the movie, and that's when it dawned on me that Freddy and Frank were already dead, and that's why the the Meat Locker zombie went straight for Bert. I'm just bypassed that for a minute. I'm still just trying to wrap my head around the fact that you don't <laughs> like this movie. Because it's, like, legit, like, one of my favorite zombie movies ever. Of course it is. Like, Night of the Living Dead is number one, and then Return of the Living Dead is number two. Like, it's, like, pat, pat. And then Train to Busan is, like, number three. Great. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, then, I can't wait to hear. Let's give us your, 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 your impressions. Oh. I know we forgot first impressions at the beginning, so, like. Yeah. Just, you know, go ahead. Tell us how much you hate it. <laughs> if I don't have to watch it, I'm not going to watch it. And newsflash, I never have to watch anything, usually. <laughs> except to do this. So how many stars? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really contemplating between one and two. That is ridiculous. So is this movie. <laughs> Five. Well, of course. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I'm not ridiculous. I love this movie. Like, I saw it as a kid, and it's just it's just awesome. You're the most nostalgic motherfucker I've ever met in my <laughs> life, I swear to God. But this has nothing to do with nostalgia. Like, I just, I, I saw honestly... It as a kid. I saw it as a kid. But I, I honestly just love the movie. Like, I think it's great. The humor, the... The there send more no cops. Humor. Yeah, Dude, so you're going to sit here and tell me the movie that has a, a, a midget zombie 
<laughs> chasing a dude with his arms and legs just flailing. That's just hurtful to little people. You're just hurtful to little people. Uh Uh-uh, you're the one that always makes fun of your mom for it. To be fair, my mom is not actually a little person. (laughs) She just meets the criteria. (laughs) To not be. She's like five foot. (laughs) So just because I call her an Ewok does not mean I'm making fun of little people. Whatever, brass tacks, one star or two. Two, I guess, just because I could make it through it. (laughs) Such high praise. (laughs) I could make it through it. Well, you won honesty. No, see, in this one instance, I could have, I could have done without the honesty. Like, I'm just so hurt inside. You don't get to pick. Did you don't like this movie? Good, then I can go home, go upstairs and go to bed. <laughs> I almost said go home and go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to my house. <laughs> and you haven't even been drinking. I wish. <laughs> Listen, fine. quarantine sucks. <laughs> I need alcohol. There's fucking cherry vodka in the fridge and I can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for being pregnant. I didn't do Oh, it. she's glaring at me right now. <laughs> glaring at me so hard. You're lucky I'm not throwing something at you. So, yeah, this has been another great episode of the Garage of Horror Podcast. Um, <laughs> we'll see you next week for the thing if I'm still alive. <laughs> Bye. Bye. for you. Look, there goes one of them now.